0: Welcome back to Mac and Mike in the Morning. I'm Mike. And I'm Mac. And we're here in the morning. It is a um, sunny Tuesday morning, March 26th. Um, <clears throat> welcome back uh, to a special edition of Mac and Mike in the Morning. That's right. This is a special edition. We have a sponsor for this podcast. Yeah. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Vinod Venkataraman. Thank you, Vinod Venkataraman, for your sponsorship and your continued support. Please send us more money.
1: And Porsche rides. And Porsche rides. You know what I was going to say, speaking of Tuesday morning, is have you ever been to the the store Tuesday mornings? No, I've never even heard Um, of it. There's a store called Tuesday. Maybe it's just a singular Tuesday morning. Where is it? So it was in my hometown of Clarence, New York, right off a transit road next to, uh, I don't know, maybe the mattress outlet store or something. I don't know. I didn't know it was in the store. I just know it's called Tuesday Morning. Oh, what were they selling? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Probably little tchotchke things, little like uh, maybe the equivalent of a Bed Bath and Beyond or like a, uh, you know, you know, like a little.
0: So, if you were to open a store, <laughs> what would you sell? Um, well that's a good question.
1: Probably some, a service of, of some kind. Not a, not a product, like a service, like a uh, haircut or something. Oh, max haircuts. Max haircuts.
0: Didn't you cut your... Didn't you used to cut your own hair? I hair. did, with a flobee actually. What's a flobee
1: It's a vacuum with knives inside of the tube. So you'd vacuum up your hair and it would slice
0: it at a particular length. Sounds useful? Yeah. I mean, it definitely cut hairs. Um, I thought you were actually going to say a bagel shop.
1: Oh, well, that's also uh, on the table. Um, The thing there
0: is I don't know how to make bagels. I think you just, like, learn on the job. Yeah, I think so. Some Uh. people will eat some of your um, early inventions.
1: (laughs) That's very generous of you to call whatever I would would make an invention.
0: Well, I feel like most things that you cook, um, the bar for edibility is low. Right, <laughs> like how how like you make pasta. It's like okay, you make bad pasta. It's still edible. Like I eat I eat my pasta. Is that because it's just a sunk cost and you don't want to remake it, or no? I just think that maybe might I have a low bar for food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I
1: I find it interesting that some people seem to have a very high bar, or they're willing to sink a lot of time into preparing food. Um, like I remember this one time. I vividly recall this one time. My wife and I made stuffed mushrooms. And it just took like an hour to like, you have to cut out the stem and you grind it up and you mix it with garlic and you put it back in the mushroom. It's like this whole thing. You bake it.
0: Was that the same night you made spaghetti squash? No, different night. Oh. <laughs> that was also a fail. <laughs> I don't know. It looked pretty good on your vlog.
1: Um, I just wish we had actually bought spaghetti squash and not,
0: I think it was butternut squash at the end of the day. Have you been following along with uh, the Democratic presidential <laughs> candidates? Speak
1: of the devil. Um, no. So the elections are in 2020, is that correct?
0: Um, yeah. So we've got quite a ways to go. Right? I mean, it's 2019. It's only one year away. It's a year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, your boy uh, Beto. My my BB. Yeah. Your BB. Uh, he's running. He's announced. Officially? Um, Yeah. Oh, okay. He's officially running. Um, I think he broke, not broke, I don't know if he, he, um, yeah, broke uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, not record, but just fundraising, um, uh, record, or not record, but fundraising amount, amount, that's what I was looking for, um, over, you know, like three days or whatever, he like raised something like $10 million or something. For this
1: specific election cycle?
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. Are you uh, Bernie bro? Are you a Beto boy? <laughs> a Beto boy, I was going to
1: say that, yeah. Um, I honestly don't. I'd have to do more research to pick one
0: or the other. Um, they both seem like very competent and reasonable people to me. So. Um, well, you did speak very highly of Beto on the podcast uh, a while back. Can
1: we get a quick replay of that? Yeah,
0: let's get a quick replay.
1: Anyways, I think Beto O'Rourke seems like a... Uh, good guy (laughs) now i appreciate that he is very uh he's like pretty direct like he'll just like tell you what he thinks uh and i can appreciate that
0: oh that's right yeah i did i did speak quite highly that's right yeah so i i'm a little surprised you're not like right out of the gate like (laughs) jumping on the beto bandwagon (laughs) well that's the thing is i don't
1: want to be a bandwagoner Okay. Sure, he's very he's very charismatic, and he seems to know what he's talking about. I gotta, I gotta push into the issues. Though. I gotta press into uh, you know his his ideologies and see if they align
0: with mine. So you're not a Beto bandwagoner. Not a Beto bandwagoner. Although Beto is my big boy. So okay, um, it's a it's a pretty crowded field. Um, a lot of people running. Isn't that always the case though? I, I guess maybe.
1: I like, remember the Republican Party this time four years ago it was like twenty people who were trying to run for president.
0: Yeah, and look who we ended up with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I am. There is one candidate um, who I'm particularly er, particularly interested in. Ted Cruz? Uh, not Ted Cruz. I don't think he's a Democrat. He's
1: not. Um, oh,
0: only interested in a Democratic. Well, I mean, yeah, presumably because they have a primary. Oh, right, right, right. Right. Um, there's this candidate, Andrew Yang. Mm. He's his like main thing that he's like uh running on is uh UBI, which okay. we've also talked about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um he actually grew up um in Schenectady, New York. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um and uh is also an Asian American. There you go. There you go.
1: Many points of um connection.
0: UBI is an interesting
1: idea. We have discussed it on the podcast. I just want to ask you: Do you think the like the United States is ready for UBI?
0: So, um, it's he's not calling it UBI. He's calling it the dividend, um, dividend. uh, Shoot, I just heard feedback again, but um, he's calling it the uh, dividend. Freedom, freedom dividend. That's what he's calling it. The freedom dividend. That's a very uh, euphemistic way of referring to it. Right, but he said that the polling uh, pulled best out of like the people he polled for, <laughs> for what UBI is. They're like, um, But uh, apparently Alaska has some form of this already. Where oh, okay. They take uh, oil revenue and redistribute it back to um, the, the um, citizens of Alaska. <clears throat> but um, uh, So his That's proposal, very... I, I probably will butcher the summary, but is to give uh, every um, uh, adult in a, uh, the US $1,000 a month. Wow. Yeah, so um, it's not, the the idea being, it's not um, uh, enough to just like survive on, yeah. right? So you still have to serve work or whatever, but um, gives you a little bit of just like relief, like every day in terms of like, okay, like. What would you do if you didn't really have to worry about um, money mm-hmm. um which is sort of sort of is um and uh yeah, I mean, I think it would be um are there other benefits idea. that are being cut so there's he he goes into like his whole like thing about how he would actually like fund this yeah um uh one being if you are already on like welfare and like food stamps um you would i i don't I don't know if he said you have it like, you would have the choice of one or the other, or that would just get rolled into to UBI. Um, and he also proposes a value-added tax um, to fund it. Um, so um, I'm not really sure quite the details of that. You probably have to go look that up. I see. I don't, okay. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it's an interesting idea, I think. I think it's something worth um, uh, being uh, uh, talked about. Um yeah no it seems like you're uh no, biting I, your tongue no i'm not biting my tongue i uh
1: i'm like trying to imagine a world where this is a thing and people don't like outrage over it. i don't know i feel like we're very uh like possessive like americans are, are very like mine my money like
0: yeah but everybody gets the money
1: yeah but i feel like there'd be a large crowd of people that just don't want
0: to pay into ubi um yeah probably i mean but I mean, we already pay out a lot of things, right?
1: Yeah. It's it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It would definitely be interesting, too. I would love to see, like, what a world with UBI would look like. Would people actually be better off with it? I think some people certainly. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it would, like, if the pros would outweigh the cons.
0: So what would be some, what, what in your mind would be some of the pros?
1: I mean, people who need money for survival have money.
0: (laughs) Okay. And cons?
1: Um, People who would otherwise be finding something meaningful to do. Stop finding said meaningful thing to do. Like, I can imagine people just, like, wasting away their money on things that aren't worth buying, like, drugs or alcohol or... Like, to what extent is it an enabling factor?
0: Do you think, though that without this, they would have not done that?:
1: I kind of assume so, yeah.
0: Do you think though that um, so there probably are some steps of the people who would do that, yeah. but do you think that the majority? Yeah, do you think that there'd be more people who are, be able, who would do more like meaningful, meaningful things um, if they were given this quote unquote, like liberation from like oh. money? Do you know what I mean?
1: Like, do the pros outweigh the cons, basically. Yeah. Like, does whatever people would do with this extra money outweigh whatever other people would do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with this money? Sure. I don't know. I, yeah, I, th- I think that's the interesting point. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say one way or the other. Because I agree. It's Like, you don't want to, like, uh, let, you know, a few people spoil the, the party for everyone else. Um, I just, if I, like, I don't think it would be life-changing for me. I think for a lot of people it would just be like, uh, um. yeah like a leveling factor i don't know i feel like the whole like premise of the american dream is is very independent and non like not codependent on your your uh like peers or your you know fellow americans um, i don't know how many people would be willing to embrace it and
0: well i think it's a little bit more just um <clears throat> phrasing i guess in terms of i mean i don't know freedom call me a uh, yeah call me a, ske- a skeptic right but and that, yeah i think the whole american dream's a little uh, a bit of a made-up construct right yeah um uh where i think um you can call it maybe like a a level a leveling like playing field right in terms mm-hmm. of um like you could imagine people using that money to go do something like do wh- Work, you know, go uh, 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 trying to do something meaningful, right? I think it's this safety net where, like, you could take some meaningful risk that could pay off or not, right? Um, like, start a company, right? And not have to worry about. Could you start
1: a company on $1,000 a month? Um, I guess the premise is that you could survive off it if right. you need to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, and leading into that, actually, I think uh, a bigger thing, I think that I'm actually more in favor of, which I think has a more likelihood of gaining a national platform is um, either, you know, pick like Medicare for all or just universal healthcare, Mm. um, which I think is a bigger thing and um, probably like a bigger contributor to people not going and taking a risk. Like leaving their job and doing like making a business because like m- healthcare is tied to you. health insurance at least is tied to you, um, yeah. the job, right?
1: Yeah, I feel like for health insurance too. I feel like a lot more, a lot more of the population will or, or or can find it relatable. It's like not hard to imagine yourself getting sick and needing insurance, like needing some sort of, you know, aid. I think for the UBI, there'd be a, a large group of people who wouldn't connect with its mission because they think they'd always be fine with their current situation. You know financial Um, situation
0: yeah i mean that's fair um uh yeah yeah i would love i would love to
1: partake in an experiment i don't know there's just there's something about like a like the facade of capitalism that seems to model people's actions particularly well i say false like the the facade because (laughs) you were describing uh that's you know it's not like the actual american dream but i feel like as as far as like a incentive system that Captures how people actually behave. I feel like it does a decent job. Capitalism? Yeah. Um,
0: Hmm. uh, In what what way?
1: Well, like, so I'm trying to imagine a world where everyone cooperates and we all, like, share all the money amongst each other. And I just, like, don't see many people I know upholding whatever, like, moral or, like, ethical uh, pillars would be required to sustain such a society. Like, I think people will get bored... Or they'd get tired of helping other people out and they just want to, like, look out for themselves and they'd stop doing things for the good of the group. And
0: Yeah, but that's clearly, I mean, the other extreme of that is clearly not the case of what society we live in now, right? You don't I mean, see, like, people pushing, like, other people off into, the, like, the subway platform to, like, get onto the subway.
1: Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think generally you're it, saying there's some happy medium yeah i mean and also um like it's quite surprising how like well intentioned maybe this is i'm very cynical but like well intentioned <laughs> people are within society i think actually like the more people you meet right you're like oh wow that's nice of that person right really you don't I, you don't have a lot of these moments
1: no i feel like most people are just selfish or not not in like a bad way but I feel like most times most people are just acting selfishly
0: see I feel like this is a, a, a role reversal where <laughs> like generally I'm the more like cynical yeah, one, right yeah. um but uh no like you know it always surprises me like um I always view myself as like a a outside observer to like the world which Alfred is Hitchcock if you will oh that's a good analogy wow mm-hmm. okay um <laughs> where sometimes I'll just be like I don't know what I'll be doing. I'll just be, like, standing there or walking, right? Wait. wait. (laughs) Which is it? (laughs) Standing there or walking? I I mean, I could be doing either (laughs) one. Okay, okay. okay. You know, like, um, say you're in a department store, right? And you're just standing there. And um, somebody drops, like, a like a card out of their wallet right like a credit card or debit Mm -hmm. card or something right and then you're surprised when you know like somebody comes and says oh hey like you dropped this Mm -hmm. right i always have those moments when i see that i'm like well i do like this quick like computation in my mind (laughs) where i'm like okay yeah i'm like okay i could go do this effort of like going out and like reaching out to this person like telling them to, like, find, like, go take, like, hey, here, like, yeah, but, like, what could go wrong in any of these scenarios, right? Like, the person thinks that I'm, like, a mugger and they spray me with, like, pepper spray. <laughs> Actually, this did happen to me not get sprayed by pepper spray. Um, uh, I was on the subway, I think it was going uptown, and we stopped at Union Station, Union Square, uh, down Union Station, Union Square. Um, and uh, it was like a, a kind of packed uh, subway car, but like a, p- a bunch of people were getting off. And somebody dropped their... Walked out of the car. They dropped their wallet, like, out of their backpack. And they were, like, walking. Ooh. And so I got out of the train, um, picked up the wallet. Uh, Did Like, you know how, like, when you're trying to address somebody, you never know, like, how to address them. So I was like now thinking i'm like hey um the guy dude like sir <laughs> i always like run inside i always usually default to like sir or like ma'am you could just shout excuse me i feel like that's pretty yeah but i mean but there's like a ton of people right how do you know who's gonna be who you're talking like how I does that person that. know <laughs> wait no the person's it, walking away Sir or ma'am is yeah weird. so i'm like sir sir I'm like sir and like the guy turns around and they just, like, throw him his wallet. You it- threw it? Yeah, because he was walking, like, away. He's, like, already almost, like, to the stairs, right? Did he catch it? Yeah, just, like, him squaring the chest. He's like, thanks. He's like, oh, man, thanks. And I just, like, hop back onto the train. But there's oh, so many scenarios that where that could have gone wrong, yeah. right? Where, like, all right, I, like, get off the subway. And I think I had my bag with me. I think he's going to the train station, too. Like, I had my suitcase with me. Oh, wow. And so... I, like, I may have left my suitcase in the train. So, like, I step out, right? There's so many things that could have gone wrong. Yeah. I could have, it could have not been, like, I could have, like, then, like, not only the doors could have closed, but then the guy couldn't have responded, and now I'm stuck with his wallet, and now I'm have my stuff with me.
1: Yeah, that's risky. Do you ever, like. That's that's risky business.
0: Yeah, but, like, there's so many things that could go wrong, and all these things are going through your head, and, like, you're like, well, I just want to do this, like, one nice thing. Interesting. These are the things I think about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> most of the time, I perform the same computation. And I'm like, well, it's true. It, it expected expected value of performing such a nice action is negative. So. No, I feel like you help a lot of people out most of the time. Yeah. Maybe I maybe I just have a cynical view of myself. I don't know. Well,
0: apparently, you have a very cynical view of like humankind. <laughs> well, do you think most people would do that? Because I think that's like an example of something you would do. I think most people would. I mean, I've, I've people watch people do it. Interesting. Yeah. Though, I'm also surprised at, do you ever, are you, uh, you probably don't like coffee shop camp as much as I do, but. Definitely not. Um, I'm, I'm sitting at a coffee shop, like writing or um, on my laptop or something, right? And then the person next to you is like, hey, can you watch my like laptop while what? I. That's like, a thing?
1: Yeah. People do that. Happens all the time. I feel like that's an easy way to get your stuff stolen.
0: Well this is another thing where I'm like thinking about like scenarios, right? I'm like, okay, sure, I can I can I can watch your laptop, right? But then like what happens if like somebody just comes and like takes their laptop and runs away, right? Like can we like run after them and stop them? <laughs> this is a skit. This is a YouTube skit where they they ask someone to
1: watch their stuff and they have like someone else come and try and steal it and the oh, people really? just don't know how to react. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like what do you do to react? Um also like what if like their friend was like coming to get their stuff and you're like try to stop them and it's like a weird situation. Um, or like, yeah, right. So they take their stuff and you chase after them and then they steal your stuff. Yeah, like a, yeah. Um, I was at a coffee shop one time where um, some guy, I think, stole this girl's laptop um, and he ran out the door. Because all, all I see actually is this girl like sprint out the door in like flip-flops. And then she, like, looks both ways out the door and then um, uh, takes off down the street. And everyone's like, oh, what the heck happened? And, like, her friend's like, this guy just stole his laptop, her laptop, right? Oh, my God. And then, she, like, five minutes later, she just comes back with her laptop. And we're like, what? What happened? She, like, caught the guy. Did she tell how? I think she just caught up to him. And then he just gave it back to her? Well, presumably, Take I think somebody job. on the street, like, stopped it and just like, yeah, he gave it up. And wow. It like, yeah. I was like, wow, that's the first time I've seen that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I feel like in situations like those, you're supposed to go and file a police report. And
0: yeah, you're never getting your stuff back then.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Right? What would you do?
1: Um, probably chase the person. Right? My instinct would be to chase them.
0: Well, also, so we were in London, uh, like, last week. Yeah. Uh, same scenario happened where we just finished getting fish and chips. And they're staying outside the restaurant. Fish and, chips. and there's this kid just takes out. A kid, he's a short uh, male. So don't know if he's a kid or not. But <laughs> <laughs> Takes male. off. Two kids take off down the street. Um, and uh, the was like, that's my phone. I need my phone, man. Uh, and then, like, somewhere further down Oxford Street, um, we saw them with, like, another guy. He's, like, holding the two kids back. He's like, all right. Like, they're, like, ar- arguing oh, uh, with each other. Yeah. And he's like, all right. You know, you guys just stay here until the police show up. Wow, yeah, I don't know what happened. We didn't really stick around for the ending. Mm. I feel like this episode is just like Mike regales Mac with tales of the city. I think so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I like hearing about these instances. It's a good reminder that there's a world in which universal basic income could be a thing.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Uh, I but... mean, let's give it a trial run. Let's try it. Right? Let's try it. Yeah. Try it for four years. Um, if we don't like it, then we can just elect a different president. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Yang, 2020. Do you ever feel like we elect presidents too often? Like I always read these blog
1: posts about how if you become a manager, it could be difficult because change doesn't happen as quickly as it can if you're an individual contributor. It takes time, months, years for change to happen. And typically it's not like the, the high frequency bits. It's the very low frequency bits, like the, the low level momentum that's shifting from one direction to the other. Like, do you ever feel like we're just oscillating back and forth and and that we should, like, spend more time investing in certain things as a country?
0: As a country or as a manager and individual? Oh, no, no, no. no. That's just the metaphor. I mean, as a country. Um, I think that there... I have an opinion on this, and I will say it. Let's hear it. Um, I think that uh, the president, at least, uh, more or less is... um, they have like di- pr- different types of like presidents, I guess, in terms of like if if I'm gonna go back to you, your analogy of like a manager, right. So I think there are some that are classically more like figureheady, right? and mm-hmm. And um, others who are more better at like execution, you could say, like better at just saying like knowing the nitty- gritties of like legislation and getting being able to push it like through. Um, whereas there are others who are, who will like rely on like their, um, uh, allies in like Congress, um, to, to, um, like push things through, right? Okay. And so if I were a better historian, I could give you more examples of these like throughout <laughs> history. Um, um, but, uh, I, that, I, I mean, I think that's a little bit right in terms of the lens, right? In terms of like, there are different types of, um, managers, right? And ones who... Are like more like people managers or more like technical, right? And okay. So they they push they push. I'm mean just gonna say agenda, like without any negative connotation, but essentially an agenda forward, right? As as with like a president, right? In terms of like, okay, I want to achieve this agenda. What's the best way that I can go and persuade people to to go do this? Okay. Right. And then there's also um like other ways that they can be effective, right? In terms of like they the executive branch runs like a huge um bureaucracy um and being able to execute efficiently is one way of um getting your agenda done right yeah but do do you feel like the agendas are oscillating too often like
1: based on different presidents yeah like i mean you have like a republican president you know like a democratic president back and forth every four years or every eight years and i feel like we don't give the things that we're trying enough bake time so what's an example well I feel like Obamacare is a really good example of, like, something that was started a few years ago. And, like, I do not know, like, know what the state of the healthcare uh, system is now that Donald Trump tried to, like, repeal and replace. <laughs> like, I don't think that was successful. But I think it's, like, a good example of how it almost seems like politics gets in the way of, like, letting something bake long enough to see if it works. Like, I, I'm surprised there's not more people in Congress or in the government who are like, yeah, let's try this. Or, like, yeah, we have no idea what we're doing. Let's just try and see if it works. Yeah, but I think... um, Do you think a lot lot of what they do is appeal to, like, their own, like, authority or appeal to their own... Like, do you think they have to pretend like they know what they're doing and, like, uh, have strong opinions about things, even if there's not enough evidence one way or the other?
0: I I, I think so. Um, uh, I'm not sure that they necessarily know what they're doing. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> yeah, that's what, like when's the last time you heard a politician say like, "Oh, I don't know,"
0: like, or like, "I have no idea," or like, "I'm uh, such a clown." <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Um, oh. probably Donald Trump actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like it's the last thing he would admit, is that he doesn't know what
0: he's doing. Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess not in those words. I guess. <laughs> you think he just implicitly reveals it he's mm-hmm. you know? like i don't need to know the details of this i'm so smart like i could yeah know, i can do this blindfolded like you'll need to know any of this well that's the opposite
1: that's having like blind confidence in yourself <laughs> yeah i guess it is i'm saying like someone who admits they don't know enough to make a decision or
0: i don't think advocate that for one any person other. in leadership can do that right Like, can you imagine the president being like, I I don't know enough to make a decision? It's like, well, we pay you. We've elected you to make a decision. Yeah. Right? I don't think those two things are in conflict. Well, it's like, then who's going to make the decision? I will
1: make the decision. Once we. Or you? Not me, personally, (laughs) but like the president. I mean, I
0: think that's, I think that's valid, right? They're like, okay, I need to, um, like, be more educated on this before I can make a decision. I think people have said that all the time. All right. All right. I feel like
1: I don't hear it enough, but I guess it goes back to like people willing to try things that would oppose their, um, like stereotypical opinions.
0: Well, do you think if Congress were elected, say, I mean, actually, you know, your, your house, your representatives elected like every six years, your senators are elected every six years. So you're saying the longer term there. Right. Well, I'm saying is it, if it's something like 10 years, right? Does it change things? I mean, six yeah. years is a pretty long time, yeah. right? I think 10 years changes things. I think um, it changes
1: things pretty significantly.
0: Well, I mean, you can make the same argument for six years, Mm. right? Yeah,
1: to some extent.
0: I mean, I just think that um, a lot of
1: uh, politicians don't know what to do. (laughs) Well, I just, I don't know. I'm thinking to like even like software, like it takes time, months, sometimes even years to do Mm -hmm. things the right way and to like see it through. I just can't see UBI being like a four-year experiment. And get, getting enough data from it to conclude one way or the other
0: um I mean, I guess that's probably true um but once you start giving people money, do you think you reali- realistically can take it away, <laughs> like social security <laughs> yeah, that's right? a good point, but uh, you can always
1: phase it out. You always do like you know rollouts, slow rollouts
0: yeah, i mean I mean I, you know you can imagine if they um like if it's a complete disaster right like i I feel like they would stop it. Yeah. Though no, I feel like a lot of things are a complete disaster in there. We're not well, starting. I'm looking forward to Ubi.